Well, I did. I made a couple of uh, observations on the year. We, we, our year lasted eight months this year. We, our first episode this year was in April. Yeah. And, uh, well, I mean, I guess let's save it. Yeah, okay. Save it for the, right now. Let's just say hi. How's it been, guys? Well, it's not like we're not like running it chronologically, are we? So no. we edited. Okay. What? It's not like the beginning's the beginning. What? I'm just saying. The beginning is always the beginning. The beginning's not always the beginning. Oh, it's always the beginning. Oh it's sometimes God, the it? beginning. No, it's always the beginning. I haven't noticed. No? The, the fade in doesn't always occur right at the moment where we first speak on mic. No, definitely not. But you don't, you'll never take something from the end and put it at the beginning? No, no, oh. no. The beginning is the beginning. I thought you just took anything that can make like a pithy little joke before the. No, that's the thing is I have to wait until the first pithy joke. <laughs> it's <laughs> fucked up, man. How long does it take us usually before we go pithy? Uh, I don't know. No, it's not long usually. Pithy long stockings. I mean, you could always oh. just like switch the context or something to make it pithy anyway. I'm only like 80% sure what pithy means, I'm, even though I said it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, me, quite frankly, pithy just means that I'm puffing on this piff and I get real fucking pithy. Pithy. I know. P-I-T-H-Y. I know. Okay, yeah. I know. We're, we're, we're professionals. Huh. I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I thought it was pithy. I've read pithy. Uh, you're probably right. But it's one of those things I think you can say either way. <clears throat> it's a tom- you think it's a tomato-tomato thing? Exactly. Mm, a potato-potato thing? Tomato is kind of wrong. As much as we say that, it's like... What do you mean? If someone says tomato, you're like... Well, what if someone says what if someone says potato? Potato is worse than tomato. Potato is worse than tomato. <laughs> where do these things even come from? They come from the same part of England where they say mature instead of mature. Oh, it's British. Yeah. Tomato. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I get it now. Unnecessary. I think in the next few years I'm going full British. I think I'm full Brit. Yeah, I'm. I'm just leaving my. I'm. I'm gonna fake it. I'm gonna like Drake essentially. I'm gonna become Drake, mm-hmm. but I'm not gonna do the black British. I'm gonna do white British. I've noticed that a lot of people nowadays are saying "bruv," just like "bruv," like yeah, for it's real. True. It's crazy. I like it. I like it too. I have to say, it's uh, probably top boy related. Loud yeah, no, it's definitely. I'm with that. Ain't grind. Yeah, skepta. Skepta related. Yeah, skepta related. Is there so, like a burning smell? Am I crazy? Other than just. Weed burning? Yeah. Candles? I know, but it feels like a third burn. We're not dealing with a third burn. I don't... Because there's only one escape door, so we can't, should... I can't smell the third. Okay. We're just working with two burns. I'll, I'll smell the third burn if uh, Bernie Sanders lives to go past 80. I would... How old is he now? Somewhere in his 70s. He's 78, I believe. I think he's making it. Yeah, of course he's making it. I hope he's making it. I certainly don't wish that on him. Yeah. So Britain's gonna drink it till she makes it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, of course. Mm. I'm leaning in. I've yeah. I've been feeling my Britishness like expand within me over the last yeah. I don't know two years maybe. I, I, I do hope, however, that you're more Estelle than Margaret Thatcher. I'll say that much. Um, Estelle, Estelle, like black Estelle. <laughs> yes. I think I'm more Adele than Estelle, mm. and I'm more Estelle than Margaret Thatcher. I like it. I like it. Yeah. 
And then it all culminates with Amy Winehouse, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't culminate that's with my, Amy Winehouse. That's my oh, why? Because you see how Amy Winehouse culminated. We don't want that. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm Amy Winehouse post rehab. If she had actually gone to rehab. Oh, okay. And fixed herself. Man, Amy. Yeah, Amy. Do you want to play an Amy song? To. Yeah, I do. Okay, which one? Probably. Can you be back to black? No, not back to black. Uh, how about off the same album? Uh, he could only hold her. That's a good time. I say no. I say no. Okay, I like it. I'll give you the veto on this one, Margaret. <laughs> what, what's your third cho- choices? Uh, the one, not put it in the box, but I do like put it in the box. What is it about men? Is that what Ooh, you're thinking? Ooh, let's do that one. That's is that what you're thinking? I think that's the one I was thinking. Of. You give me another one. I gave you uh, He Could Only Hold Her. Yeah. Which is like the outro to the Back to Black album. Which I like a lot. It's a beautiful album. Beautiful piece of work. Mark Ronson is the one who signed Wale when Wale was a blog rapper. Mm. It's pretty weird. That's weird. That's very weird. First thing he ever produced was a Saigon record. That's weird. <laughs> that's, pretty, that's pretty weird. It's not as weird as Carson Daly having a label and his first signee is Rock Marciano when he was part of the UN. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Fred Durst had a label and the first person he signed was Rock Miss Monster from Helta Skelton. Wow. That's Good choice. Weird. That's a, I think that's a very educated decision on, on Fred Durst's behalf. Lots of credit there. Rock, uh, Rock had one of those voices. Jack White was Shirt his first signee or just his like, first rap signee? First rap. First rap, but not first signee. That's weird too. All these rock guys make really funny first rap signees. <laughs> yeah, they do. Sometimes it's enlightened actually. It's an enlightened choice. Like it's like you'd think they'd make a certain choice and they make a very. Actually, none of them. I mean, maybe I'm just thinking of Shirt by Jack White. Yeah. Oh. Shirt signed to Jack White? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, very interesting. That's one of my favorite things. Still not as interesting as Jack Gray coming to reality, coming to fruition (laughs) a month after we made the call. I know. We see the future. You guys want to know a secret? It's on the first season of Lasers on the Ride. We made that same comment about Jack Black and Jack White. That's what you say. Yeah. No one can I can't verify it because I didn't. <laughs> We'd I have to. I didn't put it in the tags. Oh, Should have put it in the tags. We'd have to go back and listen to the entire first season. Yeah. Oof. That sounds. That's tough. That's a tall order. What if we outsourced it to the audience <laughs> on some Duolingo shit? Oh yeah. If, if, anyone, if uh, a listener finds that, I'll give him a hundred bucks. Wow. 100. Wow. Wow. No, that's high. Is it? Yeah, you'll give them a hug, a single hug. A hug, hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. They have to come to you for the hug. You don't go to them. Yeah, you're not spending money on this hug. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. There's no ROI on this hug. <laughs> Would you meet them for the hug? For the hug? Yeah. Like show up? Okay, what, would, would you let them come public. here? <laughs> oh, you're not letting them come here? You have to meet somewhere? Yeah, yeah, it's in public. <laughs> would you, where, you'd meet at like a McDonald's and hug? Yeah, yeah. 
like a metro station. <laughs> yeah, metro is the perfect. You just get back right on. Just, yeah, exactly. Just hug in front of Lionel Gru. <laughs> Try not to get robbed. No, you don't go through the turnstiles, so you don't have to pay. They got to come in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Mike doesn't have a metro pass. <laughs> he has to pay individual tickets. Yeah. <laughs> they're expensive nowadays. Yeah. No, they're three fifty. I seldom, I seldom move. I've, uh, I've uh, taken the Isaac Asimov route. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's an article that I read. He was such a prolific writer that the only way that you could truly ever be that prolific is if you sit the fuck still and all you do is work. You know what I mean? So minimizing your, uh, your, como se dice, travel time. Is, uh, is of the essence if you are to uh, maximize how much time you could dedicate towards the craft. That's true. That's true. Nikola Tesla learned to lucid dream so he could work in his sleep. Is that why you want a lucid dream, you piece of shit? I mean, no. Not going to lie to you, that's kind of. fucking hot to me. Yeah, that's amazing. That's fucking hot think to about me. It. I you like could that. Do, how much thinking you can, can you do? Can you do it while you're asleep? Exactly. And think of the style of thinking. You're going to be more creative. If, if I could have toilet bowl thoughts in my sleep, I would be, I would be a fucking billionaire. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Isn't it where you do your best thinking? No, definitely not. No, not me either. No. no? I didn't even know that was a thing until no, you just said it. 100%. 100%. Do you keep a little notepad next to the toilet? Uh, no, I keep my phone. Like, for voice notes? Like every red-blooded American, yeah, I go to the bathroom with my phone. Everybody does. Which like is really your, gross if you think about it. You're checking in every day. Your log. Yeah, exactly. Your Captain's log. Intended. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, you, sometimes you don't see the forest from the trees. You drop that many logs. <laughs> well, all right. Deforestation. <laughs> and we start. Yeah. <laughs> We definitely broke this seal on shit jokes this season. Yeah, that's unlike you're. That's not a territory you like to you no, like no, to tread no. in. But no, no. you did I a good job. It. You you played along nicely. Yeah, you well, mean? I'm a professional. <laughs> so I take it you're not a scatophile. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like potty humor. No? He says. He says. I mean. No, I don't. I don't. Well, Unless like, it's done. I mean, tastefully you know, it comes up. <laughs> Unless it's done tastefully. Yeah, of course. Some of the best jokes out there, though, are potty humor jokes. They just are. It's just, it's a place that, it's a place that just asks mm-hmm. for it. But also some of the worst jokes oh, out there. Oh, 100%, 100%. It's definitely low-hanging fruit. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and Mike, the, the sophisticate that I know. <laughs> of course. He's certainly above potty humor. We could do better than that, guys. I don't even like saying potty. Unless you're saying potty. I can <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah or, uh, or, or or like Sean Paul's uncle at the end of the Get Busy Potty Done. <laughs> I don't remember his uncle, but I. I guess that was his role as the uncle of the father figure because it's a it's a oh, it's a basement, it's a basement party. He's, he's like he told yeah. him to stop banging on the goddamn furnace. Yeah. Potty done. Yeah. Yeah, definitely don't bang on the furnace. You know, if you smoke a lot of weed. And you watch Sean Paul videos and you stare real hard at him. After a while, he looks and sounds Indian. Mm. No, he doesn't. No, straight up, try it. It is. It's dangerous. It's true. No, it's crazy. I know exactly what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, you about. get caught in the vortex where <laughs> just <laughs> reality shifts. Is it Sean Paul or is it Punjabi MC? Yeah, it shifts, man. Where am I? What year is this? Sounds like it has a thick Indian accent. It's worth doing. 
once. Once, once before you die. Once that's, before he dies. That's a bucket list item for our <laughs> listeners. Do you guys have a bucket list item? No, but I think I'm going to start one and I'm going to put a lot of easy things on it. To <laughs> make yourself feel good. Yeah, just build some steam. <laughs> Self-esteem. Yeah. I don't think of life that way. I don't know. You don't think of enjoying experiences. I just don't want to... I don't... I'm, I don't like too much, like, you know, I don't like too much organization in my shit. It's like, mm. I'd like to be a little bit more come as it might. I don't know if this is organization, though. So you're literally organizing, like, the best moments of your life. Like, you're like. That's true. It's like, whatever happens, happens, you know? Like, it's goal setting. You know, it's like, what do I want? I, I, I too, want to live my best life. And. You know, what does that look like? What are the markers? What are the checkpoints that you're on the path that you set for yourself? Like if, um, if your future self could write a letter to your past self, would it say you saw us through? You know, uh, Japan is, uh, is a bucket list item for me. I want to go to Japan. Brazil is a bucket list item for me. I want to go to Brazil. Releasing an album is a bucket list item for me. I want to drop this album and make a statement. There, are so, it, it could take so many different forms, and it's like you, don't, you, it shouldn't have to be patterned. Like some people, like it'll be, uh, you know, hopping off of a fucking airplane or some shit. You know what I mean? Like it, it all, it's all up to you and how you wanna, how you wanna live. You know, get it how you live. Yeah, no, for sure. I just, I mean, there's already so much structure in life. There's so much like. Things are already so oriented towards like productivity and like being goal oriented and stuff and like your per- in your professional life that I don't know in my personal life. I mean, there's things I want to do for sure, but I'm not just I'm not gonna like put pressure, undue pressure on myself. I'm already a person who puts like a lot of pressure on myself, so the last thing I need is to start writing down like a list of things to do. It'll just take the enjoyment out of it for me. I'll just start getting like in my own head about it, about like achieving these things instead of just enjoying them when they come, sort of. Assuming they do come, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna put effort into making them happen. If making I can. it happen, yeah. But I'm not gonna. I don't know. I just we're we've become like increasingly uh, goal oriented as a society, which isn't a bad thing. But you have to have. I have to have parts of my life that are like more fluid. I think. I think I'll just become a giant list, <laughs> a walking, talking, sex scene. List. Yes. What's on your list. sex scene list? <laughs> no, I am a sex scene list. Yeah, I'm, I'm asking you, do you have a sex scene bucket list? <laughs> Things I want to accomplish sex wise before yeah, exactly. I'm out of here. No, you're not going to like any of them. Spicy. <laughs> a bucket list. Yes. Mm. Yes. So, how was y'all's 2019? pretty crazy we're about to hit 2020 yeah i'm not really thinking of that way that new decade thing Mm -hmm. like i'm not taking that super which is yeah this does feel like the first time i've felt a new year coming in a long time normally i fake that feeling of like ooh, new you you know like like i don't feel it really i'm just like it feels like just a continuation but this is the first time it feels like something Mm -hmm. has come like a change, change going to come. Hmm. Okay. 
So how was everyone else's 2019? I don't know. I haven't really taken stock. Oh. I had a, a challenging 2019. One, um, one that's propelling me into 2020 with... Uh, with a growth mindset and uh, uh, a wealth of, uh, of of opportunity, and uh, and it, it it really feels like the the the, the place is here and the time is now. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like you know, to reflect my 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 views on on sex and and, and and business, it's about getting yours, not being afraid to ask for what you want, and making sure that you're doing the best that you can to to deliver you know what i mean yeah and uh you know i've had uh i've had ups and downs this year i've had moments where i've uh where i've struggled with uh with with money i've had moments where i've been inconsistent but you know i look at usually i spend my years by myself just plotting and thinking about what i want to do with myself for how long uh, until I go to sleep. No, no, I mean, like, have you been doing that? How long have I been doing that? Yeah. At least five years. Five years. Okay. Five years. Yeah. So you take the New Year's thing seriously. You see it as, like, a new a, a new page is turned? I just kind of look at it like everybody else is out. I'm not trying to be out there. I'm trying to stay in. I'm trying to do my thing. I'm worried about me. I'm not worried about that. You know what I mean? But, uh, no, it's... Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do for New Year's this year, to be honest. I don't know if I'm going to stay in. I don't know if I'm going to go out. I don't know if I'm going to spend it with family. I don't know. I'm not yeah. sure. And that's kind of like my feeling about, you know, entering this new, this new era. I don't know. The fuck is going to happen next? We're in an environmental pickle. Uh, we're uh, staring down a potential recession. Uh, but also, uh, you know, it, we're we're reaching uh, an age where we're about to, within the next five to ten years, uh, ascend into positions of power, if we haven't already. So, where am I going to be in relation to that? When the decision makers are the same age that I am and understand me better than the boomer generation ever did, uh, or the or the Gen Xer generation ever did, then then where where am I going to be and what's in store for me? You know what I mean? And do I leave it up to chance, or do I secure the, the 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 dream? Do I you know, do I scratch off the items on the fuck it list? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm trying to get you. it. I kind of like New Year's. To me, it feels just at the very least, it's a resetting of stats. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like boom, we're starting over. The fresh start. Yeah. Exactly. Do you, you try to leave the other stuff behind? Do you try not to take yeah. it with you? Yeah, but that's not hard for me. No, I guess no. not. You're pretty good at it. Yeah, I'm pretty good at that. Yeah, yeah. How was your 2019 then? What are you going to uh, To me, it feels like I spent most of the time trying to like catch up. You were like in construction. Mode, yeah, sort of. exactly. Catch up. So what, something had like fallen, so you were putting it back. Like a kind of rebuilding? A rebuild? Yeah, yeah. That feels accurate. Yeah, I feel like I'm coming to the fucking end of it, which is, I don't know, that's good. That is good. Which makes the new year feel like, oh shit, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you're going to have a good 2020 in my bones. Yeah? That's I think good. I'll have a decent 2020, but I... Oh shit. Yeah, I'll have like a... I feel like I'm on a... On a 
a ascent. So this year is gonna be better than last year, but I'm not. It's not gonna be like a, a huge. But I feel like you're gonna have more of a a breakthrough situation. Mm -hmm. That's what happens when you put a decent and a good together? <laughs> you get a, a great, I think. A decent great? really good. Okay. Are you, you yeah, do you combine a good and a, a decent to make a great? Yeah, I think so, because good is there. I mean, what's after good? It's great. Yeah. It's really good. Uh, yeah, it's probably yeah. really good. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, really good. It's, <laughs> it's really, really good. you got to get to really good before you get to great. Pretty good, actually. Pretty, yeah, but that, I mean, it was pretty good. Sort of good, pretty good. You yeah. Know? yeah, maybe. Yeah. But I don't know if I would put pretty good over good. Because yeah. good, there's a certain finality uh, to good. It's like right you're, good. you're good. You're yeah. good. Pretty good's almost maybe worse than good. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like there's a little room for doubt. You know what I mean? I don't like it. It's like pretty good? Fuck you, mean pretty good. Yeah. It's so good. Very, yes. A very Thank good 2020. Mm. I guess there's no way to put the tone of it into text. Because I'm thinking, pretty good. No, still, still worse than good. You God mean. damn. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. Your pretty good is like mediocre. Pretty good. Me? Yeah, it's mediocre. No, mediocre. It's not mediocre. Yeah. Okay. It's in between mediocre. And I think there is a certain, uh, uh, there's a certain play with the tonality. It's like, then there's like uh, the 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 when you're underestimated and uh, and, and people like realize like, pretty good. It's like yeah, yeah, that's yeah. 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 And then there's like the Larry David pretty pretty good. That's very good. That's, kind of the, way, <laughs> that's the way it feels to me. Okay, well, yeah. you're not doing that the Larry way. No, nah, that's true. It's <laughs> been so long. I hope he comes back in 2020. Larry didn't, didn't Curb come back like last year? I didn't really watch it. Didn't it just? No, that was like two, two, three years ago. Okay, but there are new episodes. No, we watched that though. I did. It ended with him and JB Smooth in Italy. I didn't see that shit. Oh, you did. I didn't. I haven't watched Curb in a minute. Should get back into it. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty fucking sweet. It really is. It's one of those shows I never felt like watching, but when you're watching it, you're like, "What the? F this is some of the best shit I've ever." Yeah, it's seen. laugh out loud fun. Yeah, he has some things. Oh god, he's good. He's Keen great. observer of the human condition, Larry David is. Yes. Yeah, no, it's mm. crazy. Yeah, he's right. He's like, what a talent. It's like when you think about just a talent, like it's true. a talent. Agreed. And he didn't do like anything until signed, but until he was like fifty years old or like forty. Forty. That's bonkers, man. I guess it's not that crazy. I mean, that could be like us. So. There you go. <laughs> I mean, Ray Kroc was in his fifties when he stumbled onto McDonald's. You know what I mean? Like, the opportunity can come at any time, and like people like people are are, are fooled into thinking that the moment that you, uh, you you're past forty or you're past fifty or you're past sixty past that you're thirty. That you're yeah exactly that you're past twenty five that yeah. you're, that you're done you're, you're you're like no man time is on your side you have no idea what's coming next you know what I mean your yeah. next shot might be your best shot yeah no for sure no it's like torture and you just you know cry and then you get over it and you move on you definitely know like sit on it because there's no point. What's your threshold for pain? What's the highest? Me, it's stubbing my toe. I can't do any worse than that. <laughs> <laughs> what happens after that, though? I curl up. It's over. You, yeah. you go fugue. I make noises that I don't want to make. I have a high tolerance for pain. Like I've. I, I mean, imagine. the worst pain I felt is I. I think I have some sort of reproductive situation going on with my uterus, and I was getting periods that were like taking me out, like for real, for real. Mm. And uh, that pain was just another pain. 
And yeah. it was so I would be throwing up. It hurt. Like, it hurt beyond anything that I've ever experienced in my life, sort of. Yeah. So that was my top threshold of pain. Some so sort of endometriosis no situation. Uh, worse than that is I think you're like, I don't know what, what's worse than that. Well, I mean, what would happen if you got something worse than that? What would you do? Well, the only thing I, I mean, because childbirth is technically supposed to be the worst pain. I don't know. Well, I mean, yeah, it's probably even terrible, but stubbing your toe is... <laughs> <laughs> that shit hurts. <laughs> so, like, I'm, my cramps weren't childbirth cramps, but they were, like, in that... You're going in that direction okay, on yeah. the road So fake childbirth. Yeah, it was, like, Oof. that kind of shit. Childbirth-like. Yeah, yeah, that's a cruel trick Because, I mean, I've gotten, like, a tattoo play. in a place that apparently is very painful that was, like, no. nothing. Which place was that? On my ribs, mm. so on the bone is supposed to be bad, I was told, but that was like, that was easy peasy. Mm-hmm. And that's the only, th- yeah. What else have I, I used to, I mean, falling off horses hurt like a bitch, but yeah. meh. how about you? I mean, I have a high tolerance for pain. I've gotten my ass kicked. I've, uh, I've fallen off of my bike, landed on my face, landed on my dome. Uh, you know what I mean? Like... My threshold is probably uh, something, uh, so definitely bloodletting. There's ha- there has to be blood. There has to be blood for me to like take it seriously. In a for, pain. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, uh, it's yeah. just like a slight. Or or this one is this was my top one. It's uh, it's a uh, cut, like you know, like when your when your your fingernail disconnects from your finger and there's like a gap. That's mm. painful. Yeah. When you're peeling oranges. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have to peel some citrus. Yeah, that's torture. Okay. That is a motherfucker right there. So you're talking about a sting. That's the sensation that you're highlighting here. Yeah, or like you know, being in a that was a, it's a sting is yeah. what you're getting out of it. I that. don't like a burn. I'm not. I, I'm not down with burn. I don't like blunt pains. What about the pain of being stuck in a basement listening to Sting <laughs> on loop? I'm fine. With He's that. got some real bad songs though. <laughs> I can handle it. It's got some good ones, though. Oh, yeah. Does it count the police? Mm, No. Oh, fuck that. It's a torture chamber. This isn't a... No way. It's not a listening station. Okay, fair enough. I hate nausea. Nausea is what, like, takes me out, man. I hate Mm. feeling ill. Yeah. I'm thinking about previous times where you had nausea. It's nostalgia. Oh. That's worse than nostalgia. Yeah. Nostalgia. Also, having nostalgia for Nas is <laughs> nostalgia. Yeah. <laughs> Listening to it was written. No, Nostradamus. <laughs> yeah. He should have made uh, an album nausea. Oh, it's top of the hour. This is the last top of the hour of the year. Let's take it seriously. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm this, down. Let's add importance to it that isn't necessarily there. Gravitas. Yeah, exactly. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to reach in this bowl. We're all going to reach in this bowl. It's going to have questions. We're going to answer them. <laughs> Your mic stand is cute. How you get to like be like a newsman. Yes. One. One single question. Shuffle. If I land a sex question... We gon' see. The listener, if you're a new listener, you should know that Markings is played by a sex demon. And 
I'm just curious, curious uh, uh, ethereal spirit that just really wants to hear all the dirt. All those dirty bits. Mm-hmm. Or the clean ones, rather. Clean as a whistle. <laughs> Could it be the ghost of a former lover? That was... You thought you were being plagued by the ghost of a former lover. Uh, let's hope not. Who wants to go first? Okay, I'll go first. Hey, what's your favorite slang word? In my town, we say boggle stick for six cans of beer. That's my favorite. No, I don't know where it comes from, lol. Boggle, boggle stick, stick for six cans of beer? That's Where weird. is this, sir? Boggle come stick. From? I wonder how they use it. I'm going to get a boggle stick. Uh, got hit by a boggle stick last <laughs> night. I <laughs> didn't swing six cans of beer at someone. Yes. Oh, I meant I'm like they it. got drunk. Oh, I Hang meant on. like someone did this, like a no, wally. No, I understood what you were talking about. Go That's to st- a good weapon. Probably. Six cans of beer. If it's glass, even worse. Okay, cans aren't glass, sir. It's specifically oh, six cans bottles? of beer. Oh, okay. No cans. Cans. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I didn't read it. You read it. I read it out loud. Yeah, but I don't remember specific details. Fine. So, my favorite slang word? I don't use slang very much. Can it just be a dirty word? Like, fuck? No, fuck that's not slang. slang. No, they ask for slang. Well, what's slang? Okay, fine, 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 fine. It's what do I say? you use a word for something that it's not supposed to mean. Oh my god, I can't even think of one. What do I say a lot? What slang do you use? Do you say lit? Be honest. No. I've never never heard her say lit. Could you imagine Burton saying lit and doing the dab? No, not at all. It's a gruesome, brutal image. One that I can't unsee in my mind's (laughs) eye no more. It's It's awful. awful. It's just awful. If she did that in a dream, it'd be a nightmare for me. (laughs) Off the strength. Yeah. That's enough to, to turn it. What do you say? I don't know. Right? I don't say slang. Not really. No. I mean... Have you ever spoken about crime and concealed (laughs) the the, 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 the used coded language? I just said off the strength. Oh, so see, that's great. Yeah, I'm okay, say okay. Off the okay. strength. I, I just like said it. it. So yeah. I'm saying off the strength. That's my I feel like that's the word. first time I've ever heard you no, say No, I think it. I've said it like three times. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, I like that. That's my favorite. Off the strength is a good one. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll go. Mine's a long one. If someone took your last bagel from you, would you slap them if you were stressed out? Or actually... Would you think badly of a person who would slap someone who took their last bagel at work when they felt like they definitely acknowledged this person when they were told it was the last bagel? (sighs) And that this person had a gluten intolerance so they can't just eat any bagel? Uh Would you think badly of that gluten intolerant person? What if that person didn't just slap them but also secretly... Oh no. What if that person didn't just slap them, but is also secretly sleeping with their partner? Would you think lowly of that person? Or is that boss bitch shit? It's boss bitch shit, right? I don't know who ate the bagel. So there's a gluten-free person. They ate the last gluten-free bagel? No, I think... This lady... (laughs) Okay, this lady... 
has a gluten intolerance. Okay. She had a bagel okay. at work. Okay. Someone ate her bagel. That person is not gluten free. Is not gluten free, from what I yeah gathered. And I think this boss bitch is fucking that person's partner. Is the boss bitch the gluten free person or the regular person? Gluten free person. Okay. No, 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 no. It's so the it's like other multiple person. levels. Because you're thinking, would you think lowly of the person who ate the bagel and fucked the person's... No, would you think badly of that gluten intolerant person? Okay. Well, I certainly wouldn't qualify anybody with like a food intolerance, a boss bitch. (laughs) Can you be a boss bitch if you can't, if you're allergic to walnuts? Like, I don't, I don't know. (laughs) You definitely can. You just can't be boss bitch of like a nut factory. (laughs) That's true. That is 100% true. Otherwise, you're good. Uh, I don't know. Me personally, I don't think it's boss bitch shit. You shouldn't fuck other people's people. Mm. That's not like That's not I, cool. I don't particularly find that cool. Yeah. But is the it, slapping them, I don't. No. I think is it that's cool fair. to slap someone? As someone who doesn't eat gluten shit, you'd be that so would pissed. piss me off. That would be the end of the world for you. Yeah. Well, I mean, think of it. Imagine there's two pizzas, right? Good and pizza and bad pizza. And one, yeah, exactly. One's Hawaiian or something you don't like, and one is one that you do like. Now imagine all these people that love Hawaiian pizza, they eat your pizza first. Just as an appetizer. Exactly. <laughs> and they have a whole pizza left, and you can't have any of that shit. Because it's full of gluten and fucking pineapple. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? So slap them. Agreed. Hmm. Segwaying into this one, I also have a long one. This has been bothering me the last little while, and I think I need another opinion on this. My girlfriend cheated on me, and she says, I can't say shit, because I cheated on her before. It made sense at the time, so I let it go. Something just wasn't right about it. I finally figured it out. She cheated with some guy from work. She says, it wasn't an emotional work husband type of thing, and they just fucked. But that's not the issue. See, when I cheated, I was out of town. It's like a whole different jurisdiction. I could feasibly be standing at the bar one day and be unknowingly standing beside a guy who fucked my fiance. That's a different kind of disrespect. Don't get me wrong, mine was disrespectful too, but not as bad, right? Wrong. <laughs> wrong, wrong, wrong. That's hilarious. Well, while they're both wrong and both a betrayal. Oh. The fact that you're not going to cross paths with the OT fuck is less slighting than the possibility of crossing paths with a local fuck. But you'll fuck. never know. Because you don't know who the fuck is. Unless they fucking check you. Oh, they come up to you and say, yeah, hey. Like, yeah. hey That's your, why I if, fucked your bitch, <laughs> you little motherfucker. Exactly. You'll be, what happened? What are you talking about? Hit them up, beat drops. <laughs> I mean... I don't know. There's the internet, so does that even count? Yeah, because that person can still come in your DMs yeah. and be like, I fucked your bitch. Yeah, they could just do it live on Twitter. Exactly. Oh, they could just announce it publicly yeah, to the world. Yeah, if they really feel like it. <laughs> could have started a, a Pornhub uh, personal account and uploaded the, uploaded, uh, uploaded oh, the community shit. vids. That's not... They could be on OnlyFans monetizing their passion. <laughs> For fucking your man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, sucks to be a cuck, bro. 
That's not a cuck. No, that's definitely That's what I thought a cuck was. But then I learned that's not what a cuck is. I thought it was just someone who gets cheated on, but it's not. That's not just someone who gets cheated on. It's being forced to watch. What if he's forced to watch? What if he's blackmailed on some Black Mirror shit? Blackmailed. Does that make you a cuck if you're being blackmailed? If If you're made to watch footage. Yes. Of someone... Be filing your, mm. your your significant other. I think only if you jerk off while watching it. Doesn't make you a cuck. Then you're a cuck. Because mm. mm. then you like it. You're right. Oh god. And you cry at the same time. You could because you love you love <laughs> the pain. You love the humiliation. That's a cuck. You're a miserable cuck at that point. Pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> Welp. Never cry and, like, be engaged in sexual activity, I think, if you can avoid it. But what if the orgasm is so mind-blastingly just brings you back to life and you shed a single tear? Yeah, if it happens, I mean, there's no judgment. It's a judgment-free zone, but don't seek out to cross those wires, you know? I think that's just, don't. Yeah. If it happens, it happens. What if you're incredibly high-strung? And that's the only time you get that release. <laughs> and then all of your emotions hit you at once. Mm-hmm. Then that happens. And not yeah. only are you high strung, but you're also high pitched. And you like yell out a, you let out a, a little yelp. Like, ah! Yeah. And then, and then, then you, you start, cry. And then you proceed to break down and cry. Mm-hmm. And the neighbors keep complaining. Because <laughs> it happens. So <laughs> start banging on the goddamn furnace. Oh, Cut it out. It's the fourth time today. Seek help. You like, I remember. hear your neighbors just speaking loudly, and then you're like, oh, they can definitely hear us have sex. <laughs> I've heard that's my neighbors true, fucking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Then I, start, then I start fucking back. Oh, no. no. Don't do that. Fuck fight. That's like <laughs> No, because I'm getting mine. Yeah, yeah. but there's just. Adjacent. It's perpendicular. <laughs> to, to <laughs> it's perpendicular square. to yeah. cut. It's parallel. Never the two shall pass, but there's a. And they're going in the same direction. Yeah, going in the same direction. Uh, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, yeah. It's more exhibitionist. It's more voyeur than than, than cuckoldism. A fuck fight. Oh my god. Yeah. Do you think they knew that they were in a fuck fight to get them more? <laughs> they brought a they brought a <laughs> knife One, to the two, fuck fight. Three, four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't don't evict me. I like my place. Got the park right across the street. Leave me alone. Alright guys, so you're in stuff. Oh, we're there. Yeah. Gotta hit it sometime. But what are we supposed to talk about? I don't know. It's just you speak vaguely and uh Can eventually forms into something. What do you mean? I mean because we're tallying. Okay. So we're tallying hoes. No, I just wanna call it tally ho. I wanna call it a tally ho. <laughs> I mean, we could call it whatever. <laughs> I don't really care. <laughs> it's called Tally I mean, what kind of what kind of year-end wrap-up are you looking at? Like a, a lasers wrap-up? Like, how do we do uh, this year? Well, yeah, I mean, we should do some greater societal things. We should do some oh, no, laser-specific things. No, you have to. What are you talking no. about? No. Well, no. for the year-end wrap-up, um, in light of a uh, previous discussion that we had, I decided to put together a personal top 10 albums of the decade. Okay. And my goes as follows, in no particular order. Uh, Kanye West, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, 
Rock Marciano reloaded. Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib Pinata. Katranada, 99.9%. Frank Ocean, Channel Orange. Anderson Pack, Malibu. D'Angelo, Black Messiah. Janelle Monet, the Arch Android. Bad Bunny Por Siempre, and you guessed it, Kendrick Lamar to Pimple Butterfly. That would be out of line if it wasn't on there. I know. I'll probably <laughs> save this for the end. Man, I don't know how many of those albums would be on mine. Which one's key? Would you do the, the lower end of it? Uh, after, uh, after. No, no, like right at the top. Okay, uh, Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, okay, yeah. Rock Mars Reloaded, okay. Gibbs and Mad Lib Pinata, Catron 99.9%, uh, Channel Orange, uh, Anderson Pack Malibu, D'Angelo Black Messiah, Janelle Monet the Arch Android, yeah. Bad Bunny Por Siempre. Yes, yes. And Butterfly. butterfly. Yeah. Nice. I like it. I think it, it, it sums up my, uh, my, musical, uh, my musical range for what's contemporary, I guess. You know, I spent the last five years listening to music from the 70s and 80s, yeah. if more so than, you know, the stuff that's coming out. But I try to keep an eye on, on things as it passes my desk. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got a year-specific music-related one. What's a musical artist you discovered in 2019? Oh, it can be from any time. From any time, huh? Yeah. Mm, that's fun. Which one's yours? My favorite that I discovered, I think, is Aljuis Harding, who I've played on here a bunch mm. of times. I liked her, yes. Yeah. Mine is uh, Sir, I'll say. Sir. Yeah, oh, man. Sir's up there for me, actually. Yeah. You discovered Sir in 2019. Sir, I, I discovered Sir like earlier than that, so yeah, I, yeah. I can't put Sir. I knew about him, and I'd heard of a couple of songs, yeah. but I didn't listen to him at yeah. all. It's going to be the, uh, the winner of 2019 for me, and that's The Baby. Oh, Has baby. to be The Baby. Nice. Yeah. Is that a yeah. discovery if he came out in that year? Not to. He didn't come out this year. Didn't he? No. Okay. He's How been long <laughs> has he been around for? Uh, I couldn't tell you, but he's been around. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Well, Not like that long, but yeah. he's been around. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like, fantastic. It's like, uh, he's the Isaiah Thomas of rap. Yeah, yeah. You know, giving, uh, giving the short man delegation uh, yeah. hope nice. for a better tomorrow. That's true. Yeah, I know those three artists are good. I like that chick a lot. You know, talked about the Aljuis Oh, yeah, yeah. She's a weirdo, but she's good. Super weirdo. <laughs> What are some of your favorite, uh, have you uh, made any discoveries from the music that is played on lasers? What's your favorite song to have played on lasers this oh, year? Nice. I'm not going to answer because I choose most of it, so it's a Probably little Probably one of the Aljuis chick. Yeah? One of her songs. Which one? Because I never would have heard that otherwise. Uh, I don't know, I like the... I think you asked me once for one. Are you talking about that? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Imagining my man. Yeah, I think that's mine. Mm. Uh, mine is, you know, I, I'm going through the, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a recent one. It is um, Trouble, Knock It Down. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, like that's, a, that's a vibe. That's, I like that. Yeah, I was like, I like mm, it too. Gully. Mike Will made it. I... I'm with that. It's so funny that he made his name for like the whole verb. The like, sentence. You don't even have to say <laughs> yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> smart. It's perfect. Yeah. Like, thank you. The, this, 
What's the word? Anyways, not sufficient. Efficient. The efficiency of it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, of, of the name Trouble as an artist? No, Mike Will made it. Oh. Like, you don't have to say Mike Will made it, made it. Right. You just have to say Mike Will made Mike it. Mike Will. Yeah. And you get to go. Do you guys got a favorite episode of this year? Probably Up in Smoke. Up in Smoke, yeah. Up in Smoke, huh? Yeah, she's a big fart fan. <laughs> <laughs> I like the cover a lot, which matters to oh, me for some that reason. Counts? That counts for me. Oh, my God. It does count. That's why I'm never having a goat rapper debate with you. Oh, I'm not like that in every <laughs> facet. Um, I don't know why it counts, but I just... It, it no, made it memorable enough. is all I part of the experience. But also no, but honestly it's like it made it it made it stick out in my head, so it's like easy for me to remember that particular episode. That's I more what it, I, I mean. It. Yeah, it made it a memorable one for me. But mm. I remember liking it also. Do you like? No, I like that episode. Yeah. Okay. I'm just trying to Do you have a favorite guest episode? Ooh. That's a that's a good question. We've had some good guests this year. Oh, I agree. Some fine. There's also a difference between liking the experience of sitting there and then thinking that it's the best episode. Those are two different Which one are you asking? Things. I know. I'm thinking what's the best episode, let's say. Okay. Your favorite, not what's the best, but your favorite episode with a guest. I think the GT Soul one came out pretty good, actually. And I also, he was very... Nice to talk to and funny and easygoing and stuff. I enjoyed that episode, actually. So that might be mine. I'm going to say uh, my favorite one is the Mackie Lavender one. Not so much because of the episode per se, Ooh, but because it brought December us a lot of good 10th, juju. 2018. Ooh. <laughs> missed the line. Yeah, yeah. All right. Loud at. What? That's crazy. What, what's the date that right 2018? now? Yeah. Wait, what was the date of the Mackie one? December 10th, 2018. Jesus, how was that that long ago? This year started with uh, the... The Church of Dilla. Yeah, the Church of Dilla, exactly. But I just can't believe that the Mackie one was before that. That's, like, weird. That's creeping me out, actually. Well, that's because Mackie's been uh, putting that goddamn work in this year. Shouts to my my guy. And uh, a lot of people have been uh, scoping him out. And by uh, by proxy, we caught some of that... uh, some of that drip right there. Is that why it feels that way to you? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just a weird year. It just I just can't believe that it's been a year. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, 2019 went by really fast. Yeah, weird. Yeah, that's true. I mean, just this year, if if, if I, I did the numbers, like, we, had, we, we did 34 episodes this year. And considering the fact that we had an eight-month year, that's pretty prolific of us, if I do say so myself. Well, there's yeah. no, days, no, no days off, no weeks off. No, once we started, we kept going, baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What would be your favorite guest episode, Mike? You didn't say. No, I really, I like the JT Soul one. Yeah? Yeah. I like the Freddie Lloyd one. I like. I like Tyler Lemko's one, too. Yeah. Mm. That one made me laugh. And Freddie Lloyd one was good also, and the Quabs one was good. Yeah. yeah. Those are my yeah. tops, I think. That I can think of. I might be like missing something. So, like, I completely forgot about the JT Soul one until the Spotify told me that it was the. I knew that he'd been on the show, but yeah, like, yeah. it lapsed my memory. I wouldn't have thought of to answer that, except Spotify told us yeah, it was yeah. our top episode. I think my. Fa- okay, go ahead. What were you going to say, Mike? No, no, no. Continue. Uh, if I had to choose a favorite episode, I'm going to say Now and Zen, and that's based on the oh. playlist. Almost all songs that I picked, except for oh, shit, let me check this the out. Nas Jero of rap and Mexo Cream. 
I like the title of that one. That also stuck in my head because I like the title. Yeah. Has a nice cover. It's a good time. Lots of uh, lots of good times on the program. Which is the best looking cover, do you think, Britain? Probably up in smoke. Yeah? Hey, let's not talk about it because it'll make it harder to hide it. But what's your least favorite guess? I'm just gonna. Be, oh, you're gonna. It. Okay, so yeah, don't just go let into me details. Yeah, okay, let's okay. let let's. It's fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. For you, definitely. I knew it. Ugh. For you, definitely. Um, I found it, I really liked the person a lot. I yeah. just found it a weird vibe and I like found it hard to talk yeah. to him. But, but I really liked him as a person. Yeah. Like I thought he was a super cool guy and really good at and a great talker. It yeah. was just, I don't know, I like I couldn't get the vibe sort of. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But mm. that's what I can think of. Like I, I liked talking to him a lot. I just didn't feel like it was like coalescing sort of. Mm. Yep. Well, I always have a good time when I come here. I, I remember. Uh, sorry to interrupt. This is just on the thing. Like, I remember we had a conversation right post recording. Yeah, for like an hour. Yeah, that was. I wish that was the podcast. I could feel it as we were. T- it was so much better than what we talked about during the podcast. Yeah, I remember yeah. feeling it. I was like, this is so much better. And yeah. Annoying. <laughs> There's nothing you can do about no, it. Because he's also a cool guy that I like yeah. talking to. No, 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 but that, that it didn't so. completely coalesce in the episode. Mm. But I don't know. Then sometimes other people love episodes that I'm like, I found that really boring. And then people like it. So like, like which ones? Which ones have people uh, given you feedback on? I wonder how much the guests listen to the episodes. Some guests, I feel yeah. like, don't listen at all after. Yeah. Probably not. Like. I don't listen to much that I've been on. Yeah. That's weird. But I get it. Yeah. I do get it, though. Like, I wonder if we... Listen. Oh, you... He was someone that I, we weren't like vibing with in the room, but I actually liked that episode yeah, a fair did. amount. Like there was a lot of good jokes in it, even though like in the room it was a little stale and uncomfortable. Yeah, you felt like that. Well, he's just he wasn't really getting our jokes that much, and he was a good sport about it. He wasn't like, but I just didn't feel like there were a lot of jokes that I thought he didn't get but until I heard the episode and he was laughing real quiet in the background. <laughs> it's true. I think we just made him uncomfortable sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it ended up actually being one of my, my maybe favorite guest episodes of the season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks for coming. Thanks to everyone for coming. Oh, we appreciate 100%. all of you. It's not nothing to make time. Any, oh, any who's our uh, dream guests for next season? No, that's fine. Okay. We don't know. Well, no? within like the realm one, of one name each. One name each. Let's okay. let's do it. Let's have some fun. But within the realm of possibility. Yeah, of course. Yeah, not like 
Snoop. Snoop, huh? Although, I mean, Snoop, we're, we're maybe only a couple of degrees <laughs> of separation away from him. Does anyone have one off the top? Uh, wait, let me think. I mean, I guess the most obvious choice is, like, Keychonada. Hmm. I could try. I could try. I'd rather not ask. <laughs> I think it's one of those things that's it's better one of those to wait things. until yeah. we're actually... Yeah, it's what I was talking about earlier. Exactly. Until we have something to offer, you know what I mean? I think in general that should be our approach. Until people want to do it, there's but, no point. But at the same time, why not? Let's just put it in the in the universe. Why not? Yes. Yes, Keitronada. You know what? I'm going to put it on the universe. I want Marcus Troy to come it. on the program. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why not? Keitronada, Marcus Troy, who else? I don't know how much you're bleeping here. Are we leaving names in? Because I'm going to change the way I speak if we're leaving names in. I don't know what you're talking about. No, I'm just saying, are we, we're, we all, you were only bleeping those names yeah, in the worst guest? Yeah, bleeping the worst guest part. Yeah, so that's it. Everything else is fair game. Exactly. So no, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yeah, modulate. You should. Um, yeah. Um, no, he would be my, my, Keitronado would be my, like, my politics choice. Yeah, it's my po- I, when I yeah I said politics. He's definitely the cloudiest Montreal one. Is he? I mean, he's up there. Who he's else? A hundred percent up there. Like, I'm just thinking. Uh, I don't even want it for the cloud. It's not about the cloud. No, I just, just want to talk music with the guy. Like he, he knows so much, and like, you know. Um, Why do you assume he knows so much? Because he he investigates. I know he does. You know, he's somebody that that uh, that goes out and uh, and pays attention. You could tell that he's somebody that pays attention to the details. I'd love to have a music talk with him. I'd love to, and I'd love for it to be on the program. Yeah. So good call, Britain. But nonetheless, he is still. He's the probably the choice. cloudiest one. Yeah. So, <laughs> what do you think is going to change in 2020? Period. Yeah. What's the biggest change coming? Uh, the ramp up to the American election. Mm-hmm. What's it going to do? Just bring a feeling of unease across the globe. Yeah, well, it's just the stakes are getting high and people are starting to feel it and things are starting to come loose at the edges a little bit. So we'll see where everything goes. If I base myself on the... uh and the latest uh, uh, technological advancement, which I'm going to say is the uh, the new Tesla truck, uh, I anticipate uh, uh, a polygonal uh, aesthetic for the year 2020. We're taking it back to Virtua Fighter. I believe it. Mm. Well, I like believe a it. Demolition Man shit? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like Pantone released the color of the year, and it's a boring-ass blue. It's a writer's blue. Isn't it called uh, Anxiety Blue, they're calling it? It's called Regular Degular Blue. <laughs> I think it's called... It's pretty much the blue of this couch. It's like... It's like blue but oh, I'm see this couch has anxiety. personality there's <laughs> like a dark hue to it it's mm-hmm. deep and profound velvety and it's lush. kind of flamboyant too what did you say it's the oscar wilde of couches maybe yes the liberace of it mm. no this is not liberace the liberace big went harder than this the big l couch. of couches flamboyant baby yeah i think we're gonna reach a screeching screeching volume to climate change problems 
where like we're all gonna freak out for real yeah well i agree i mean a lot of people aren't going to no i think we're gonna get to a point where it's like it's a consensus well, there's certain people that will never concede yeah, on the issue, but yeah, yeah, more and more people, regular people, are starting yeah. to. Yeah. I think they're going to lobby to uh, slow down the production of vinyl, which is really polluting. Is it? And has yeah. been ramping up over the last five years to its current peak. I guess it is like a fossil fuel product, eh? It's like a polyurethane or whatever. I'm going to segue. Uh, from the vinyl talk to to some streaming talk, I, in my notes I write here, observing people post their Spotify year-end numbers, I'm left with a strange feeling. Or the more visible and you'd think, more popular artists are getting one up by artists who are smaller in scale or currently inactive. I've seen artists post numbers in the three-digit range with the same sense of belief as people with numbers that are seven figures plus. I've seen people paradise the year-end post to smugly but justly call to attention the fact that Spotify pays peanuts for everyone's hard work. I'm torn. But one thing's for certain, the need for us to own the platforms is greater now than it ever was before. Title, baby. Mm-hmm. They pay way more. Ba- <laughs> Bandcamp. They pay way more. Yeah. And they've been around they from... streaming app? <coughs> they do. Oh shit! There's no way they have a streaming app. Bandcamp have a streaming app. You have Bandcamp for for custies and Bandcamp for hustlers. These are facts. Yeah. Uh, what did you guys think of that? Like, what do you guys think of that? Like, it's the second year, I guess, that uh, that the Spotify year-end uh, wrap-up craze on social has been a thing. What do you guys make of that? Doesn't it really? It weirds me that it bothers some people so much. It's like I guess it, it could only bother you out of like jealousy. Like there's no other reason for it to bother you. Yeah. Either you don't care because you just don't care. You're not interested in these things. Or if you care, I I just don't understand why people get so. I mean, to me, it's just a further extension of like what the climate for an artist is. It's something you do. That's like yeah. The idea that it's so braggadocious. It's like. It's not. It's part of being an artist right now. You like that's what you you do is you yeah. talk about what the fuck you have going on. I mean, think about it. There was a point in time where you just looked up sound scan and you found those numbers. It's like talking about your plaques and shit. It's yeah, like, exactly. It's not a big deal. I just don't understand why people get so mad about it. Like, who cares? They're not. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just the idea. It's just like but even like if the you idea. find it braggy, I guess. But I mean, the society is built on being on bragging now. Like it is like you, you're supposed to say everything you do. That's what I mean. It's just a further extension yeah. of what like yeah. the way things are. But yeah, man, it's strange. Like some people really are like posting their numbers when they're like at 400, 500. Like I was surprised. Like listeners or streams? Streams. I've seen a bunch of that. Yeah. 400 streams? Yeah, but then like uh, self-deprecating or. Uh, Positive, yeah. Like, yeah. Still like an ambitious, like, oh, we gonna get, we gonna get these up, or you know, thank you for everybody that, that whatever, whatever. And then you have people that take it really serious, that have like so-so numbers, get eclipsed by people who do not take it serious at all, that aren't about that, that competition and shit. So like, that's like my interest. Like, I personally would not post my numbers 
But I like the fact that everybody posts their Would numbers. Would you post them if they were great? Maybe. Maybe if I were thirsty, if I was so, so thirsty for content and uh, and it was it was worth it, sure. But like I see like uh, Sway Lee posted his numbers. Sway Lee was in the billions and like he's not even... He's not even active. He's not, he doesn't even have an album out, you know. Then I would see. Um, I saw somebody who, who I thought was gonna have really big numbers post okay numbers, and then I saw Sir post his numbers, and he had eclipsed this artist, and I was just like, nice, cool. Yeah, I just like you said, it's a piece of content, and everyone needs content. It's also the kind of thing like where nowadays you have to like. You have to rally people, and nothing rallies people like other people thinking other people are already doing the thing. It's like, if people think, it's like, oh, look over there, and then everyone's like, look over there, there must be something there if everyone's looking over there. It's like, it's just, the more people think that something's already working, the more they're likely to... It's also like, people like being, like, reinforced that they've done something. Like, check out these numbers, you guys did this. Yeah, that whole thing, I'd be nothing without you. I knew that shit. That's my power, yeah. So it's just, it just goes without saying that it's a good idea for artists to do it. And then it's the idea that that behavior has now been transposed to the to the consumer the fact that the consumer like oh now we're you know they want to demonstrate their fandom and they want to show their you know their eclectic range and shit yeah that's weirder when people were posting their own personal like shits like as a civilian what just their stats yeah with their (laughs) interest i mean i don't care it didn't bother me i wasn't getting angry but Mm. that truly i don't see the point of it's a behavior thing yeah you want to share and that's fine i'm not mad at it at all if you want to do it um, completely, but that actually doesn't have any ramifications. But for an artist, there's actual ramifications from it. So it's like, do it, man. Yeah, there are no ramifications from the act itself, but there are ramifications in looking at the fact that people, everyday people, are as thirsty for content as content creators. Oh, for years. You know what I mean? Well, people, everyday people, there's no such thing really as a, like civilian anymore. Everyone thinks they're like a tiny celebrity. Everyone's a brand, even if you literally have nothing to sell. Like people mm. see themselves as brands. Yeah. Like, yeah, hundred percent. So we've jumped the shark in terms of that. Yeah, there is no such thing. We've like really a fucked civilian. a shit goose on this one. Yeah. Yeah. No, hundred percent. Yeah. This is where we're going. We're just getting deeper, guys. Yeah, it's that, 2020. That is a little bit where we're going. No, it doesn't have to be like that. No, I but think it is like there's going to be a rejection of that. Like we're entering a new decade. We're entering a, a real life consequences to our frivolous lifestyle that's uh, centered around this self gratifying, you know, uh, lowest common denominator. You know, uh, the, the the proverbial slurping and burping our way through life is going to come to a screeching halt, not unlike a hundred years ago. How? I just think that uh, there's going to be some sort of major world cataclysm in the next 10 years. Uh, bringing up the, that's fair. Yeah. Bringing up the U.S. election in 2020, I think, is a valid checkpoint because that's going to kind of set the tone for what the agenda is going to be into the next yeah. four, eight, you know, years, and then you can project into into eight after that. But like, if you look at like, you know, the state of affairs, like we're really, we're really, you know, stuck in, uh, uh, you know, pause in the matrix. You know, we're 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 we're, we're soaking up all that. That lymphic juice and shit, man, and like they're like they're just sapping us, like we're just sitting there, and you know. The next year is going to be one of the most important years of yeah. like history. Like mm-hmm. the direction that these next elections take in a few countries is going to dictate the global situation. It's going to mm. be a big deal. So I agree with that. Oops. Yeah. 
If you stay I ready, you ain't got to get ready. We're still going to post our Spotify artists at the end of the year. <laughs> I think so, too. We're going to draw them on the caves when we get sent back into <laughs> the fucking there. Stone Age. Exactly. <laughs> and And the truth is that, you know... Spotify numbers are just a notch above vanity metrics because there's still some measure of monetization happening there. But it's fucking peanuts. And the true measure of the, an artist's validity is do they pack venues? Do they move merchandise? Are they active and operational? Yeah, but in, merch can in, be more vanity than streaming. I mean, they can buy your T-shirt because they, like, they think you're cool and they don't give a shit about your music. No, but it's more important to sell merch than it is to stream because you keep more money from well, the sales of merch you. than you... Do you care that people listen to your music or do you care how much money you're making as an artist? It's the music Ooh. business. It's the music business. And I don't think that... Yeah, the but if you're a musician, you care more that they're listening to your music. I care more about being listened exactly, to. Exactly, I know you do. But I'm not saying there's a wrong answer, but I'm just saying those are two different things. I, yeah. I don't disagree with that. Um, but, I mean, you know, the financial stability will ensure the continued creation of, of music. And I certainly would rather people listen to me and, and, and love me and, uh, and, uh, and have access to me than, than, have, than, than reach less people or, like, have them not give a fuck about my music but like my shirt, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's it. Although them liking my shirt and buying my shirt will ensure that I can keep making music for, for more years. So, you know, support your, your local artists. Don't just stream. Don't just publicize your fandom. But also go to the show. Buy the merch. If I made music and I was there, like, people were buying my shirts more and I appreciated that more, I'd start making shirts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why? Maybe I'd be a shirt guy. Shirt. <laughs> no, for sure. Exactly. Why? Yeah, I mean... Yeah, exactly. But isn't that the state of music in this day and age? Is that no, that's what people keep saying it is. That's what drives me crazy. Everyone's like, oh, you know, rap is just a vehicle to do something else. It's like, since when yeah, that's just is a, a whole art form just a stepping stone to another art form that's more of, like, it's like, if you, I'm not, if you want to do it that way, do it that way. But I hate when people say that that's the actual reality of the thing. It's like, no, it's an art form in and of itself. But there's no middle class in rap. So it, it, it almost has to be, unless you can have a middle class in rap and hip-hop where people who can make 50, 60, 80, $100,000 a year from, their, from, this, uh, from this activity then, then, and, and have a livable, dignified income from it, then yeah. But until further notice, fucking right, it's a stepping stone, and let, let, let that motherfucking dollar circulate, you know, yeah, diversify. All these people taught with the T-shirts, they're the reason there is no middle class, is that all the people who don't value it enough is the reason why people can't make a living off of it. You either get, you make a crazy living because you like, or you, yeah. If, I don't if people, know. Do we know that there's no middle well, class there, in there rap? There is. There is one. I don't yeah, think it don't should be bigger, but there is one for yeah, sure. Yeah, of course people there is. There has to be. People are making livings off of it. I refer myself to Royce the Five Nine song called Dumb, which uh, Book of Ryan came out in 2018, but uh, it, was, uh, it was an album I listened to a lot in 2019. Uh, he talks about the fact that there's no rap middle class. It's like it feels like for for every man, rappers who are like you know craftsmen dedicated to the art form and the craft of rap music, it's it's slim pickings. And uh, you know Spotify paying uh, fractions on the penny is is partly to blame. The devaluation of music is is largely to blame. And the the there are few choices left for uh, for a working man then to diversify. 
and and for sure. But they should they should sell merch and tour like yeah. that's yeah. what that's for. No. They're never going to be Spotify artists. They should be Action Bronson and Scorsese flick. You know what I mean? Like I I like I encourage all of it. Let it be a stepping stone. If you're if you're if you're charismatic and uh, or you're you're business minded, don't. Don't limit yourself to to rap and hip hop, and that's not to say that rap and hip hop is a is a limit or or anything that's that's minimal. But if it's not making you enough for you to live comfortably, or you have ambitions for more, or you have dreams of being Diddy and Russell and yeah, well, there's the a Jiggerman. difference between having like dreams of more and not actually caring about the rap. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like just doing rap because you literally want to move on. I don't know. Like, so do, just a, just move on. Just do the other thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like becoming a basketball player to be an announcer one day. It's like, yeah. just become a fucking announcer, man. Like, why are you... Like, people are really talking about it that way. Like, you put in your years of being a rapper so you can do this other thing. It's like, just go do that other thing. But, yeah, for sure, if you want to do a lot of things at once, do whatever you want. Like, I'm not saying you can't, but it's just this perception that you can't just be a rapper. That that's like... That's lame to just have the aspiration of being a rapper. Like that's a, a lofty aspiration in and yeah. of itself. What did you guys think of the uh, pop rap uh, kerfuffle when it comes yeah. to Spotify's uh, genres? <sighs> a lot of people listen to pop rap, and I guess they don't know that there's an actual difference between that and regular rap. But I well, don't it's know. still regular rap, but it's like it's a it's a con- no, it's, like, it's pop there's nothing- rap. There's nothing inherently bad about being pop no, rap. That's, it. that's if you but come to that judgment on your own. That's like whatever. No, I agree, but it's still rap music. Is all I mean. No, of course. That's I just I mean, mean like. By when you said regular rap, I just meant. Well, I mean, if I say rock music and pop rock, there's a difference, isn't there? Yeah, but it's still rock music. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's all. I mean, pop just denotes you know popularity and commonality. Yeah, and that's right. well, it's mean. turned into more of like a well, an what aesthetic. Well, yeah, what, what I mean. is the pop rap aesthetic? Who's uh, who would you say is the defining it's pop rapper? Drake, obviously. Drake is a pop Drake rapper. Drake is the number one pop rapper. Would you would you say Rick Ross is pop rap? No, not particularly. Mm. He's definitely more along the lines of street rap. So there is still a distinction between like the radio and the streets. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, isn't the there? Like, what are we talking about? I think there's some street rapper, some street rap that crosses over into pop rap. Yeah, like Migos. Yeah, yeah, exactly. hundred percent. Yeah, no, for sure. But I mean, Rick Ross doesn't cross over. What about Young Thug? Is Young Thug pop rap? No, he like doesn't cross over in the no, same he's way. He's still too like alt. <laughs> like he's still too weird. For like he's a person that you could find on a pop song, but that doesn't mean like Kendrick. You could find him on a pop song featuring verse, but like he's not a pop rapper. Mm. No. Mm. No. Interesting. Mm. I don't know. I'd have to. I'd have to investigate. I'd love to see the metadata on that and see which artists Spotify labels pop rap. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it'd be very surprising once you no. saw it listed. Yeah. You'd be like, yeah, that's about right. You'd maybe disagree with a few, but I think it's- I'd, I'd be curious to see who, like, what the line is, like, who's in. Who do you think? And who's out. Who do you think is a pop rapper? Well, a lot of the names that I just mentioned, I, I would say that somebody like Rick Ross might be a pop rapper because he's such a he's such a phenom. You ever heard him on the radio? You have to think about that's it. Radio mainstream white people is what you have to think. Yeah, Do white people listen that. to it? Is Kanye pop rap? <sighs> no, not particularly. When's the last time you he heard Kanye on the radio? If he'd continued uh, like, stronger times, yeah, he was exactly. very gold digger. He was a that's pop it. rapper for mm-hmm, a second, mm-hmm. but not anymore. Which means that Fifty Cent would have been a pop rapper once upon a time. I don't know. Yeah, like Magic Stick and fucking. 
I don't know. Those weren't really pop songs. I mean, they Magic still Stick had, was vulgar and shit. Yeah, but like, I mean, it's like, listen to the beat. It's yeah. a sampled beat. He's it's like, not like, no, it's, it's not pop music. You like, could cross over without being a pop artist. Would Macklemore be pop rap? You know it. <laughs> would Flo Rida be? Flo Rida is a pop rapper to the fucking core. Pitbull. Mm. Pitbull. These Pitbull are like the pop biggest rap. pop, pure pop rappers. Florida, Those two huh? guys. Lowrider is just pop. I, mean, I don't yeah. even know if he's rapping or he's just pop. Lizzo, Nas X. Yeah. It's just radio friendly, that's all. And not just content, just the sound of it. Yeah, it's like, it's white people like are gonna like it. Yeah. And I don't mean white people like, white people listen to rap music now that's just the thing I mean like white moms like suburban white like it's soccer moms radio, that's man. it that's it's radio it's radio it's, it's like, you like that's it cause I mean white people just listen to all that now. yeah they just didn't like the connotation yeah they know, didn't like, like what it rap. meant about them and their musical pop taste rap. but that's the thing and that's like you have to embrace the, the brave new world in which rap music and hip hop is pop culture yeah that's don't it. you don't exactly. you forget it don't Damn. you forget it you're not a cool guy. You're not a tough guy. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. No, go the, listen. Go listen to your little streams. The days are getting cool, Cloud, from listening to rap music. I like. Oh my long god. Long. Like, <laughs> it doesn't mean anything anymore. To think that you would be different from it. It's like okay, you listen like everyone listens yeah, yeah. to rap. Like, what do you you want to you want a cookie? Yeah. I mean, there's kids in high school right now whose parents know, like, every word to Snoop songs and fucking Biggie songs and Wu-Tang songs. It's like, it's not... Younger than that at this point. There's kids in high school whose parents know, like, Drake songs. That's true. And we're kids. Yeah. My parents are listening to reggaeton playing on FM radio. (laughs) This is 2019. Do they know the words? Probably. I mean, like they they'll they'll be they'll be up on the on the the pop sphere of things. They be watching Univision and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. I don't. Do you have Spotify? No. No. Okay. No. So I didn't do it either because I don't listen to any. I listen. I have title. So, I might get off title. I do like that I give more money to the artists, though. Yeah. At first, I got it to support Jay-Z. Literally anyone who says shit about streams not going to artists and they're not on title, but they are on Apple or Spotify, you're full of shit. Exactly. Agreed. There's a choice right there you're no, making. No, that's it. And it's a significant difference. It's We're it's not talking where it's like triple or something. So, yeah. Yeah, so actually I'll stay on title just for that reason. I'm giving them more coin for no yeah. reason. Cost me nothing. Pay it no mind. Mm-hmm. 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 My grand cousin. <laughs> Anybody uh, got anything else to add on, uh, on Spotify? Spotify. No. On the subject of Spotify? On the subject of Spotify and the year-end wrap-ups and the... the Nay. The subsequent talk? Nay. Nay. <laughs> Fuck Spotify. What do you think of the name Spotify before we move on? Where like does it, it come from? Uh, it's just a name. I know, but it must be some, like, where are they, what are they going with here? Spot? I don't know. If I. It. Spot it? Spot it? I don't know. How do you, if I, spotting? <laughs> That's the if I suffix that became very popular, kind of like the cloud suffix yeah, that became true. popular. 
There's uh, Shopify, which is a superior oh, That one makes more sense. Yeah, for sure. So, yay or nay, yay or nay. <laughs> it's a big yay, It's a big nay. Big nay. Goose yeah. nay. <laughs> You're not coming into 2020. <laughs> Goodbye, Spotify. Fuck out of here. Um, my favorite iteration of the Lasers theme is the third one. You know the one. I know the one. In the second iteration of the laser steam, you say the people you're trying to say something to aren't in the places you be. If you were in the same room, what would you say to them that hasn't already been said? Oh, I like this. No, I'd probably just have a regular conversation at this point. There's nothing. You would have said something, but you're over it. Yeah, but I wrote that a long time ago, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, because, you know, when I hear it, it's like trying to say something. It's like, what are you trying to say? It hasn't mm-hmm. already been said. I thought that we thought that we were shooting the big guns out here. Um, every time a new episode drops, I really, w- I really want to record a drop, actually. Uh, that, that sounds like Ghostface at the beginning of one. But go, new lasers. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. That's you how just did record it, by the way. I know. <laughs> <laughs> this is all by design. Master of efficiency. Mike Will made it. Where Mike becomes Comrade Mike when he goes commie, I become Schmings Carnegie when I talk about empowerment through capitalism. <laughs> well, who's Carnegie? Like Carnegie Hall? Yeah. That's a dude? Uh, it's it's right? Dale Carnegie. Okay. Dale Carnegie wrote uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Oh, oh shit, yeah. That's a classic. Yeah. Okay. That okay. is a classic. Schmings Carnegie. I like it. He is I and I am him. I, I would need more of a rhyme or something. I'm That's not getting true. much of a play on words. That's true. Mark Carnegie. <laughs> Dale. Dale. Schmale. Huh. Okay, I got nothing. There's something there. There is something there. What's your last name? Reyes. <laughs> Fuck. You got the best brains working on this. Yeah. I can't think of anyone. <laughs> All I can think of is... Schmingston Churchill. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not really relevant. No, he's more of a yeah, a war guy. Yeah, no. A general. I know. No, that's I know you know, I know you know. I, know I like that. Know. I like all Winnie. Yeah, me too. <laughs> no, no, Winston I, Churchill no, is the reason. Not. I don't like him at all. No, I take not. it back. No, no. Oh, it's not Winston Churchill, it's actually uh Teddy Roosevelt. It's the reason yeah, why yeah, they're teddy there bears. He's he's better. He's good. I think. Good old Ted. Churchill was big in my home growing up. He was... Yeah, I guess so, huh? Yeah. But fuck out of here now. Yeah. What was the perspective on Thatcher in your home? I don't know, really, but, like, not good. Okay. Yeah. Never my grandmother about. probably like loved her. Okay, she was yeah. a bit Thatcherish herself, like kind of this masculine woman sort mm-hmm. of. Just a terrible woman. Terrible woman. <laughs> it's just occurring to me now because my grandmother is like a miserable, just a miserable yeah. yeah. old hag. R- rules with a motherfucking iron fist. Yeah? She wasn't. She was like she was all the things. She was just <laughs> bad in every okay, way. Yeah. She was homophobic. Nice. Racist. Aww. Sexist, yeah, all the things you can be. She was, of course, she was terrible. Poor gammy, they come in threes, <laughs> exactly. just a she victim just of circumstance. Bad, but then it occurred to me, misogynist, and she, but she was very, she was like very about rules and roles, and women do this, men do this, blah blah blah. But then she was also very masculine, like she had really short hair. She loved football, obsessed with football, obsessed with sports. A real Catherine Hepburn. Yeah, but I think she was into butts. 
And then I was like, maybe she was a lesbian, <laughs> and that's so. why she was so miserable. Oh. It's just occurring to me. Yeah. What, she, she, she came out late in the later years? No, never did, and she died. Oh, and she would shit. never have. Like, if she was a lesbian, She'd she would have. Oh, so you're, so you're just oh speculating. God. Yeah, it just occurred to me, like, maybe that's why she was so goddamn miserable. Just the repression put just her in a foul mood. Just the repression made her angry and spiteful <laughs> yeah. and aggressive. It makes sense. And But she never would have, like, even told herself. Like, she would have jumped off a building. Did you ever catch her checking out butts? No. No. And we would have been... Never take her to the owls or anything? My brother took her to games. And yeah. She, yeah. He was nice to her. She, she, was never, nicer to her than she I was. never said anything inappropriate about the dude butts. About the dude butts? Yeah. No, she would never. Okay. She was like, you would never talk about butts. <laughs> okay. <'Cause laughs> Damn, we're never going to crack this then. You know about like British house... I mean, you don't even... She was more... She was like a expat thing, but no, she would never talk about butts. That's okay. unheard of. We're talking about American football here, not... Uh, not association football. Yeah. No, no, no soccer. That's no like soccer. she was like Don Cherry on like cocaine. Like she was Don Cherry times a million. More than Don. Oh yeah. Oh my god. She was a like psychopath. It. Yeah. I like it. No, no one liked it. Man. But so of all that to say, I wonder if she was. She was. That's the only reason I can come up with that she was so miserable and awful. Mm-hmm. Repressed in a sexual type of way. Yeah, and that would have made her spiteful. Uh, well. Here's you, Granny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bitch. Hey, do you have any more of that weed? The answer is yes. Is this the longest podcast episode? Are we three hours deep at no. this point? No, not at all. <laughs> what is going? We've been recording a long time. I forgot what two hours of talking is like. Are you? What, what is going on? Not, we are. We're at two hours. You could go check the screen right now. I don't. Well, I'm just going off a clock, man. Producer Mike. I can't see it, but, <laughs> so I can't verify the time exactly. How are we going to know? The lady's going to kick in with her robot voice. Yeah, exactly. Just let her come in when she comes <laughs> in. You know let what she does. Be. You know the vibes. <laughs> but uh, I know the vibes, and, uh, you know, I think it's an appropriate time to... Uh, to roll call and shout out all the Montreal podcasts that have been proliferating all across 2019 and beyond. So I want to shout out Damore the Sex, The Fade, Dope on the Table. I want to shout out Woke or whatever. I want to shout out Moment of Truth. I want to shout all of you guys out. I think it's cool as shit. Uh, let's, uh, let's keep multiplying and, uh, and diversifying in 2020 and, uh, let's, uh, let's take it so that, uh, our, our brand of, uh, of, of talk, you know, takes it to the next level, to the upper echelon, as Nas would have said once upon a day. I'm really not the type to usually really care about stuff like that, but I do like it. I what do, li- do you like? Like seeing all of Montreal podcasts. Why do you like seeing it? I don't know. Because you're not the type to care. That's why. That's what I said. Because they're nice. They're nice people. I guess. That's because we. It's good to see people like just. They're teaching a whole bunch of people what podcasts even are. So it it helps do some of the legwork, the heavy lifting. Yeah, man. The more people are aware of podcasts, the better. It's true. And I didn't realize the extent to which people were not aware of podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. Like, some people, these podcasts are literally their first introduction to podcasts. Yeah. 
No, it's weird. There's people out there who have never heard a podcast still. A lot of them. And it's just this great proliferation. There's so many of them that are, you know, they're just like a lot. There's a lot of charisma, a lot of uh, a lot of laughs, a lot of good times that are being had, and I love it. I love seeing that shit. Did we forget anyone? Uh, who else? I, I like to shout out serial killers. I like to shout out. Um, uh, what's uh, what's the uh, what's uh, what's Freddie's podcast? Oh yes, there you go. Click for culture. Click for culture. Shouts to you. Shouts to all of y'all. Like this, it's, it's beautiful. I love it. I love it, and I and I love that uh, that, that that a lot of y'all love us back, and that uh, that you scope out the program, and that you tune in, and that you talk about it. You know what I mean? It's appreciated. I think it's cool as shit. I want to see more of it. Yes, I want to see more of you guys talking about our podcast. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes, dance monkeys, dance. <laughs> if you could force something onto our listeners' bucket list for the next year, what would it be? So this That's they're already listening to it, or else they wouldn't. Okay, ever hear to about tell them. five. They people, have to do something in the next year. They have to tell. They have to ensure. That five other people listen to Lisa's. Yeah? Each. That's pretty selfish. I don't care. You asked me. Okay, I did ask you, but I still find it selfish. That's what you asked me, and that's what I want. What do you guys want? I want them to fucking rain one time. Mm, and I'm going to riff off of that. I want them to add a fuck it list to their bucket list. Yes. Is that a sex list? Yes. It's either a sex list or it's a, I don't care anymore, I'm going for it. It's a bucket, a bucket list. list. No, a bucket list is like an idealized list of things that you want to do, the check marks and the great things that you're trying to accomplish. Okay. A fuck it list, it could be in, of a sexual nature. I'm saying it like that now on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> it could either be sexual or it could just literally be, you know fuck what, it. fuck it, I'm done. I'm sick of this shit, I'm going for it. Okay. okay. Put together your fucking you list. You want it to I be like fucking. With what? Their fucking list is fucking. Yes. No, no, no. He no, wants no, no, them no, to no. fuck in the rain. Yeah, I like that's it. That's all I want. Yeah, it's romantic. It's fucking list shit. That's yeah, it. Exactly. And I like that you switched the connotation of it. Mm. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. Man, what would I put on my fucking list? Is it the sex one or is it the do- go for it one? No, this is the go for it. Okay. No, that's the official definition of a fucking list at this point. Yeah. Is go yeah. for it. Yeah. Go okay, for it. I'll I'm running, stop I'm talking about the sex thing, I think. No, that's not even. I never stop talking about the sex thing. What do you what do you think we're living off of here? People want to hear the juice. Why do you think I keep getting these sexual questions? The sexual questions. <laughs> yeah, stop saying sexual. <laughs> keep saying sexual. <laughs> uh, I'm done. What's on your fucking list then, Mike? Yeah, I'm thinking about it. Uh I don't know. Maybe climb a big rock. A big old rock? A big old rock. Oh, you want to go rock climbing? I want to go rock climbing with you. Okay, there we go. Okay, let's do that. It's on my fucking list. Mm. That's a good one. Fuck it, I'm going to do this arbitrary ass shit. Um, you know what's going on my fucking list? I'm gonna start. Uh, I'm gonna start playing people my beats, the ones that I make, not the ones that I monger. I like it. That's a good one. You should do that. I already have. I've started. I've shown uh, a couple of rappers like were like, oh, I wait could, a minute, I you've already this. started. I've, I mean, I've 
I've shown a couple of people. Counts then. No, but it's gonna do it more and more on a public. Like maybe I'll upload something. You know what I mean? Maybe I'll maybe I'll play something on the program. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you've climbed a medium rock before, Mike, so... That's true. <laughs> I probably climbed a large one, too. <laughs> Not like this one that we're going to climb. No, no. We'll make this extra large. Are you worried about being, like, strapped up and your butt up in the air and, like, everyone to see? The levels of this is just... It's marvelous. It's mwah, fucking chef's kiss. <laughs> just a good look at the franken beans. <laughs> is that what you're saying? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Gross. To answer your question, yes. <laughs> Take a long, hard look at the Franken Oaks. <laughs> it's the Frank Oak, I guess, at that point. It's the Frank Sinatra. <laughs> Is Franken Oak one of the biggest things out of Montreal? Unfortunately. That's it crazy, has right? It's quite big, I think. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty wild. Yeah. For a minute, it looked like it wasn't going to work. And then it, I think it's working well. Well. <sighs> what are some other ones? Are there any sleeper Montreal things? Lander? Lander is a good one. I like Lander a lot. There is something that I learned about in my class that's from Montreal. Oh, I don't remember what it is, though. But it was a big success story. What does it do for you again? Oh, I think you can, like... Oh, yes. I think they have their, um, their offices in the RCA building, where, like, Dana just did the, the souk there. Mm-hmm. But they, um, they help you with your inventory, like... To, to get all your inventory together in a system and then attach it to, like, a sale system. Okay, so some software. Some software thing, but it's, like, apparently a huge success story, and they've had, like, huge amounts of money come in and stuff. I learned about, uh, we talked about them in class and everything. You don't remember the name? I don't remember the name. Mm. I have it written somewhere, whatever, but there's a lot of weird, like, things like that that are, like... That's true. I'm sure we got a lot of, like, effects stuff. Oh, we are big in the visual yeah, effects yeah. land. Yeah, for sure. And I guess video games, I mean, still, to a certain extent, we were yeah. killing it mm. in that category for a while. None of those are, like, homegrown. No, they're not homegrown. That's the difference. Good for you, Montreal. Pat Keep going, back. guys. So we're last words territory. Yeah, These are for last the words year. for year. For okay. the fucking year, man. So we're not really going on hiatus, are we? Uh... We are essentially, but no, I mean the podcast. Not the podcast. It's we're gonna be doing one B-side episode every two weeks for the next two months. So we're going on on sleeper mode. Well, we're gonna have to start recording. I'm not talking about us. I'm talking about lasers. Yeah. Get it together. So lasers is taking like it's like it's almost a snooze. Like it's a light nap. It's like hibernating, but it's it comes it, it comes out every once in a while to scavenge. <laughs> Okay, okay. And there's no time where there's nothing. Like, last year, a few months off, that's not happening? Say what? It's not like last year where a few no, months no, off, no, that's no, not no, happening. No, okay, no, no. so that's pretty uh, consistent, guys. You're welcome. You're Real welcome. self-congratulatory this episode. But I'm always forever grateful for anyone that listens. It's mucho bueno. Muy bueno. Yes. Mm. For 2020, I'd like to give Britain an honorary <laughs> Argentinian pass. Oh no, not the Argentinian. That's the that's the white girl who looks who wants to look Hispanic. 
No, Argentina but, um, is 100% legitimate. Yeah, it's no. 100% legitimate, 100% Latino, a <laughs> picturesque <laughs> manifestation, and one where I think you fit in marvelously. So uh, you are you you have a Spanish pass. You can keep the nada in your uh, in your in your Twitter uh, bio. Oh, I do have it on my Britain. You, you do. No, I don't. I have nada. Yeah, that's which what is Spanish for nothing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, de nada. You, you you know you're welcome <laughs> for for a Spanish pass. Um. I'm always grateful to the audience, but I'm grateful for both of y'all. I missed coming on the show uh, in this last hiatus. I think it's a good time, and uh, yeah, let's just uh, let's just keep working because we're on to something. We're uh... my early twenties. I fell in with a group of South Americans. I fell in, and I gotta tell you, every Chilean, every Colombian, every well, I guess not. I never asked Lex Garcia, but every Panamanian before him. They all hated on the Argentinians, so. So thanks for the he setup. May, he may have been insulted. I think, yeah. honestly, I think it was an inside. Like everyone knows what I mean when I say this. I could have said an honorary Uruguayan. I think they have a better standing amongst Hispanics than Argentinians. Well, they're, they're, about the they're about the same. Yeah. They're about the same. They're about the same. <laughs> I personally love the Argentinians. Beautiful people. I don't care for any Argentine slander. Thank you for uh, last words, I guess. It's or yours. did we do it? We did it. Now it's your turn. Uh, hope you guys had a great year and uh, new ones coming. <laughs> That's about it. That's uh, nothing, nothing, my assessment. Of I mean, it. nothing's changing. It's just wish them a happy new year. I just did. How's that? How about we do it like this? How about we shout out all the riders for riding with us all 2019? Huh? How about you follow us on social at Cannonhead Music, at that bit you, at Schmings. Find us. Email us more questions because 2020 is going to be more full rife of sexual scenarios. <laughs> you know I'm going to keep fishing them shits out. I agree with all of that. Yeah, I support all that. Except for the riders part. I still believe in <laughs> fan autonomy and that one must come to one's own decision on what you want to be called. I'm, re- I'm receptive to Laser's Hive branding themselves if they want to call themselves uh, uh, Laserfarians, if they want to, <laughs> you know. What else we got? What, well, yeah, what laser else we got? files? No. Laser, uh, laser beams? Yeah. Beamers. Beamers. <laughs> okay. That sounds... Sexual. <laughs> it, it's not sexual. If anything, it sounds vehicular. Beamers. Yeah. And if you change the M for an N, sounds racist. It is. Unless you're, <laughs> unless, you're a, unless, you're is. A, unless you're a Toronto man and you're talking about Pookie and then you're like, there are beanas. I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> yeah. A bean. A bean is a is a crackhead. Okay, okay. So a beanaz is a bean in, in T Dot's line. Yeah, I get it. Alright. I didn't know that beaner shit. Or a bean? Did you ever watch uh 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 was it Toronto Goon Scrap? Did you ever watch uh, that? Toronto Goon Scrap? I've seen DVD? one of them. Yeah. Not the whole thing. Though. Never even heard of it. Uh T Dot Goon Scrap DVD. We're gonna we're gonna <laughs> watch awful. it after it's a, it's a great time. Britain, it's a great old time. Yeah. You're gonna love it. It's not. Yeah. It's impossible. It's a. It's the worst thing. It's a historical ever. record of T Dot bands. Oh no, not T Dot. It's just gonna remind you of like uh, Burgundy bands. 
Laces on the rivals set. I don't know with all the shots in this like why bus back. Guess I won't. I'm trying to grow up and get my shit straight. Put it towards the dinner plate. Make sure we don't disintegrate. Interest that we generate. It's heavy till you break on through. You can see the weight that weight on me. A couple friends switch to niggas, I'm trying to say something too But I don't see them in the places I be I'm the one.